most important advice I can give anyone that wants to maintain sanity between work life and home life, make sure you take a shower in the morning. Welcome to the Emotional Compass. This is Bodhi. And Abiel. Hey, Abiel. How's it going, man? Cooped up in my house. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? We're all in the same boat, hopefully rowing towards the same direction. Or we're in our separate boats, weathering the storm the best we can, isolated. I know I'm like in a little dinghy all by myself. And looking out and kind of looks scary. But at the same time, it's not so scary because I'm pretty comfortable. So today we're talking about isolation, being isolated in these times of a pandemic and in, you know, being quarantined at home all by yourself or with some loved ones around you. But we're all going through our emotions, even if we have people around us. Some of us are probably on pins and needles because we're irritated and we're being triggered and old wounds are coming up and old patterns are coming up. And maybe we are regressing because we were progressing, you know, when we had a routine and we could go out and do our things and now we're in each other's face all the time and we are being triggered all the time with this person or people around you. And maybe the demands on your time are even more, you're stressed out. Whatever it is, we're all going through the same thing. Don't you agree? A hundred percent. The importance of routine is like, it's my salvation. That's been, that's been my salvation is routine. Like, for instance, when we were not doing this whole stay at home um, to keep those around us safe, we had a really awesome routine of working out um, going to work, it was just this flow. It was great. And then once that was taken away, I've had to recreate my routines here around the house. And we are such creatures of routine. And I truly believe that in that routine is where I find a lot of my salvation, where I find my my safety. That keeps my mind at bay whenever I fall into my routine. So in these types of situations where we feel like we're stuck at home, it's really important for us to find our routine and to stick with it. And physical, kinesthetic, music, dance, laughter, reading, there's a lot of different things that we could create routines for. And it's a really great time to start a routine that could yield a lot of really good things in the long run. So I've been stuck at home and I've been trying to make the best out of it. So what's, what's part of your routine? Like what do you do on a daily basis? I have a golf course that's basically two, three miles away. And I literally walk out there and I am maybe 30 yards to anybody around me at any time. Most of the time is empty. And I get up in the morning around 630 I do my 10-minute meditation to connect with my mind. After that, I go downstairs. I make some coffee. Um, 
my wife joins me for a little 20 minute walk that we do. Um, we then feed the ducks. We have some duck feed. We feed some ducks. We get back home. Um, I, I say goodbye to my wife. I walk up the stairs to go to work. I check in all my emails. I then start my day. I send whatever emails I need to. Around noon, I get my uh, lunch break. So then I make myself a burrito or heat up some leftovers. Go to the uh, chipping area. Do that for about 45 minutes to an hour. Come back to work. Finish the day. Reheat some dinner. Go out for a small walk. Do my push-ups. And then basically devour some information like any books right now i'm reading zen the zen zen of putting by david uh, by um parents joseph parents and then i might watch uh a tv show with my wife which right now we're watching um pbs's poldark we then are in bed by eight asleep by nine roughly wake up and do it again that's that's a pretty tight schedule. It's really tight. It's like, it's really on point. It's my salvation, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah, I guess that really keeps your sanity in check. I mean, I'm I'm listening to your schedule and I'm like, I'm kind of all over the place. <laughs> no, mine's. Uh, what's that? My uh, my eyes open between six and six thirty every day, whether I like it or not. It's. Yeah, I wake up in the morning, but it's just the sleeping. You know, I there are times when I don't sleep until 1 a.m. And um, I've, I've been trying to keep with the, the workout routine. And, uh, you know, once I start work, things kind of go by the flow of the work. If it's a really demanding day, then I'm not able to, you know, take breaks at the right time for lunch or whatever and try not to snack. I've been really good about that. But um, my day after work, I've been trying to work out in the mornings and the days that I can't, then I just jump into the workout the minute I finish work, which is usually around these days, around six o'clock, which is pretty late for me. And, um, yeah, and if I'm not working out, then as soon as I finish work, I'm going for a walk because I've just been cooped up all day, so I need to get out of the house. I need to have the fresh air, listen to the birds. And um, I have a neighbor that I occasionally walk with her. We She has a dog, so we like take the dog out and we walk together. And that's been very, very therapeutic. Dogs are just amazing creatures. Indeed, they are. In in my case, because I live alone, I've just been doing a lot of FaceTime with family and friends, and that's where a lot of my time is spent. And it's amazing that now that I'm reconnecting with so many people that I haven't connected with in such a long time, each time I get on a call, it's at least an hour or two sometimes. So yeah, my evenings really fly by because you know I'm constantly on FaceTime, which has been really good for my sanity. And uh, has kind of kept me not feeling so isolated. I highly recommend that. Um, 
if you are feeling isolated, especially get on FaceTime. Don't just do like an audio call, like see the other person. So you kind of get that feel that you are with them and not just talking to some voice in your head. Whenever I'm feeling down or low, which has happened a lot during this isolation period, um, my mood really ebbs and flows. There'll be days where I'll be feeling great. And then there are days where I just like take a huge dip and I'm not sure what's causing the dip, but I do know I'm feeling really low. Also, I have a very demanding project that I'm working on. So mentally, it's been very, very consuming. And so I'll just sit and do gratitude. I know like the mornings, I start my day off right, where if I get a workout in, I get my meditation in, I'm set up for the day. And like you said, routine, I can see the value in routine. I just haven't been able to be very consistent with my routine. That's all. The sleeping. I, it, if you could control one thing, I want to say that the sleeping is so important. And it's very hard right now because you're at home. And I, I bet a lot of you out there listening. But if you could take control of your sleeping routine, that will help so many things. Yeah, Absolutely. And the one advice someone was asking me recently, because I have worked from home, I mean, remote worked from home for over three years now. So working from home is not a new thing for me. And what's been most important are setting those guidelines or lines between your work life and your home life. Like there's a specific area in my, I mean, I don't have a home office, but I have a specific area designated for work. So I'll never take my laptop into my room or even you know, on my couch. I try to work from my work desk as much as possible. And the minute I'm off my work desk, I know I'm done working. Like now I'm in home mode. I can do what I need to do because now it's time for me to be at home. The most important advice I can give anyone that wants to maintain sanity between work life and home life, make sure you take a shower in the morning. Seriously, that really sets you up for the day because that's kind of triggering your body to knowing like, hey, we're getting ready for work. This is work life starting right now. I like that. It's really simple and easy techniques. You just need to give those little cues to your subconscious so that the subconscious starts orienting your conscious mind towards, you know, different activities. I could see that. Yeah. For me, the, the 10 minutes in the morning where I get to meditate, set up the, the rest of the day, just becoming aware of all the thoughts that come. Oh, I got to check on this project. Oh, I got to make sure that I communicate this with X and X. Um, oh, did I forget that? And that's always something that I start becoming aware of early in the morning so that when I get more thoughts throughout the day, I have the ability to distinguish what's a thought and what's my free will. So just like a shower, I think meditation is your your mental shower so you could get ready for the day. Definitely can't recommend meditation enough because the days when I have been meditating in the morning because sometimes I'll just do like an afternoon meditation right before or yeah, right after I have lunch and I'll just sit down and meditate for a bit before I get back into work. 
But yeah, I can't say enough about meditating in the morning. It's been wonderful. But at the same time, you know, this whole isolation, especially for, I mean, we've talked about this and you felt it as well, just feeling really lonely because you're not really in contact or in touch with a lot of people physically, especially for the ones that really like going out and being amongst people and talking to a bunch of people. It can get very, very isolating and very, very lonely where you're just beating yourself up like, poor me, you're feeling the victim and you're feeling those thoughts where you're feeling even more isolated from the world. That's why I just make sure that I have someone to FaceTime with every day, even though if it's even for a little bit, you know, I'll already be thinking by the time evening's rolling around that, hey, I can maybe call this one or that one and we can have a chat. And, um, and maybe if you have neighbors, you know, connect with them. I actually reached out to a neighbor that lives downstairs from me because someone told me that they lost their cat. So I just went and knocked on her door and I was like, hey, you know, you need help. I'm like, I heard you lost your cat. She's like, oh, I found my cat. So that was good. I mean, I haven't met this neighbor in a really long time, you know, so it was um, good to re- just reconnect and just reach out. So, yeah, maybe reach out to people you haven't reached out to in a really long time. That's really nice of you. I know that could be very distressing as losing a pet. Yeah, especially in these times. Yeah, man. Oh, we are social creatures. That's the hardest part. I I I think I I miss seeing my family, like um, my parents and my siblings, my brother and sister. Um, just being able to go freely and see them, um, I'm missing that a lot. I'm missing out on uh, the community of friends that I had in the golf, playing golf with them. I've been abstaining from uh, playing golf. There's a lot of things that have been tough uh, during this pandemic, but that routine, that's been keeping me safe. But I'm yearning. I'm I'm looking forward to um, when this is all over and and we get back to uh, being normal, if that ever comes, which I know it will. I have no doubt in my mind. Yeah, we have to be hopeful about the future, right? It's not all doom and gloom. That's why when I receive um, messages from you know, people that are like sharing these kinds of like doom and gloom videos, and that's the first thing I do is just delete them. I don't even want to watch them because I don't need to add more to my anxiety. We are already at a higher stress level than normal. You know, it's like if everyone's stress level was at 30% or 40% before all of this started, now we're all starting at 30, 40% plus your daily given stress level. So our stress levels are around 70, 80%. And I don't think we need to keep adding to each other's stress levels. Let's just back off. Let's talk about things that are hopeful and positive and look at uh, you know, the positive in this situation. And there is positive that's coming out of this situation. For example, the planet's doing a lot better because <laughs> we haven't been polluting it. I know. Did you see the London pictures? I did. I saw London pictures, pictures of LA. I don't know yeah. if you saw that. I mean, like right in our backyard in the US, in LA. Of course, I saw lots of pictures of India that my sister shared with me. 
Northern so, India and the Himalayas. Yeah, you know, so definitely the planet's rejoicing that, hey, you're not polluting us. We're going to get back to homeostasis. And uh, I'm sure a lot more good things are going to come out of this. Yes, the economy is going to suffer. And yes, we're going to suffer. Um, but this has given us a chance to kind of slow down and reflect as well. Uh, this is a conversation I was having with a friend of mine yesterday, where he was telling me, I really appreciate this time because I've been so much on the go because he travels a lot. He's like, the last time I was having a conference call, I was on a freeway in LA and ha trying to have this conference call and it dropped like 10 times. He's like, the same conference call I had two days ago, I'm in my home, no calls drop, and I'm like not freaking out. And here I'm have, being able to have a coherent conversation for an hour long and uh, not having to worry about like, oh, I need to travel here next, travel there, do this, do that. So yeah, I'm sure if we look for the positive in this situation, we can find a lot of positive things. Yeah, a lot of wildlife is showing up. Birds are chirping like they're so happy. I'm like, nature's rejoicing. <laughs> so in closing, do we want to close this up or do you have anything else to share? I think we're closing it up just because we are social creatures. And these are trying times for those social butterflies out there. And it's hard for us to contain ourselves from wanting to go out there and just say the hell with all of this. but. I think we're all doing a really good job at this. And I think that this too shall pass. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to discover that this thing is not as crazy as it seems. Um, my, my dad was telling me that he had the Zoom conference with his brothers. He's his younger brother. Um, actually, his wife works for a nursing home. And she was very sick, like the dry cough. and But she got, she got over it. And then my uncle got it. And he wants to get tested, but they didn't have enough kits for him. It was basically for the first responders at the time, but he got over it as well. So a lot of you out there, you're going to be just fine. I feel like it affects some of us, not all of us. Um, but I think we're going to figure this out and we're going to be all right. Oh, absolutely. I definitely think we're going to be all right. But meanwhile, Make sure that you keep a routine and stick to it. Try to be as consistent as possible. You know, eat healthy, keep working out. Or if you can't work out, at least go out for walks, jogs or runs. I mean, if you're into running, I know I've started running again. And I used to hate running, but I'm kind of getting into it again. And um, yeah, see if you can meditate. If not, keep a gratitude journal. All the things, good things that we talk about that you want to do on a regular basis anyway. So make it a point of starting those habits now. So when we come out of isolation, at least you've instilled few of these good habits that you can stay with, you know, for the rest of your life, if possible. The sleep, I got to reiterate this over and over again. If you could take a hold of your sleep schedule, that alone will do wonders for you and your moods. Sleep is so important. Absolutely. I definitely agree. The days when I'm not getting enough sleep, I am very cranky. For sure. And hungry. So, 
Yeah, you want to eat junk. So all of you out there, stay safe. Remember to like, subscribe, share, look into our Instagram account. We really appreciate all the love that we've been getting from you guys, but this is from the heart to the heart. So just remember to share and make sure that the ones you love also get a hold of this information. Beautifully put. Well, until next time, this is the Emotional Compass.